0: good morning good afternoon good evening wherever you may be listening from it is tuesday may 17th 2022 what a day uh got a good lineup today for you um all kinds of stuff that we're going to talk about it's we're actually going to do tech tuesday today believe it or not (laughs) um we're going to talk about uh we'll get to it anyway uh shout out to my main sponsor anchor.fm uh for uh sponsoring me uh those guys have helped me out quite a bit and it has been spectacular and i couldn't i couldn't you know do this show uh without them so thank you to those guys. Uh, and then thank you to all the listeners as well for listening to the show uh, and spreading it. Uh, it's, it's gone worldwide now, uh, which is pretty crazy and pretty awesome all at the same time. So, um, continue to support it, continue, you know, do all the cool things that, that you do. So, uh, You can check out the TSR store. It's in the description. Uh, The George Washington logo is up there as well. And then also the weekend LARPing tools, which, by the way, is my favorite shirt. Uh, It's awesome. It looks great on a dark T-shirt. It's pretty awesome. But you can get stickers and art and all kinds of stuff there as well. Um, And then, uh, let's see. You can also, you know, uh, support. You can monthly support if you'd like. Uh, And you can support any any amount of dollars uh if you want to do one dollar a month that's great uh if you want to do more than that that's fine as well um i don't really ask for anything in return so um but thank you guys very very much it's been it's been awesome it's to me it's been a success it's done a lot better than i thought i was going to do honestly um let's see so what are we what are we going to talk about today <laughs> well we've got a couple of things we're going to talk about uh, Tech Tuesday so we're talking about technology stuff um, and first up is going to be uh, Congress had their first uh, I guess public hearing per se on Capitol Hill regarding uh, UFOs uh, you know unidentified, uh, flying objects that have been reported essentially uh, from our military uh, assets around the world, uh, not just here in the United States, but uh, around the world, uh, really. And so it's really uh, really, really kind of crazy. Uh, you know, and the funny thing is, is you've got like two sides of the aisle. You have one side of the aisle that says, uh, you know, UFOs aren't real, that people are seeing weather balloons and uh, all this other kind of bullshit. And, um, you know, I, and then, and then you've got the other side of the aisle where you have people that understand astronomy and astrophysics and black holes in our universe in general uh and and I'm a firm believer that it, there's no there's no possible way uh given the vastness of our uh, solar system uh, and other galaxies and and the universe in general uh, that there's i mean it's plausible that i don't see there's no way that there couldn't be another Planet or several planets or exoplanets out there that are very much like Earth that do support life. You know, um, I'm gonna one of these days I'm gonna go down a deep, deep uh, fucking wormhole uh, regarding space stuff and space exploration um, because I've I've read some articles that are very unique. Uh, from people that understand astrophysics to say that there are multiple dimensions uh of our universe and that we 're only living in a certain uh spectrum or a certain dimension, but the other dimensions could obviously have life as well so um that would be fun to talk about but this is this is really great um this report actually comes out of the Daily Mail. This is the first uh essentially public hearing or or hearing on in congress in 50 years uh because you know a a lot of this stuff has been so like top secret and so like you know nobody wanted to fucking admit it and all the people that you know have seen it and wanted to report it uh, especially in our in our military um you know it's it's you know they were basically told to shut up or they were have their careers ended over this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and and there's actually an article that that we're going to go through uh, where where some actual uh US Army cavalry uh scouts essentially uh with their own fucking eyes saw a UFO and you know here's the other funny thing with UFOs in general uh really that's that's really kind of crazy to think about. Um one one article that I've read or one theory that I have seen uh, that I've read was the fact that a lot of the UFOs that have been spotted, uh, tend to be over us military or us nuclear sites, uh, which is interesting. Uh, and, and there's obviously been also a report of people that who have been, um, that came in close contact with these objects um, these unidentified aircraft and have suffered burns and all kinds of weird stuff. And when you think about it in contrast, uh, you, you know, an object coming out of space, there's there's a lot of radiation, like solar radiation, obviously from the sun and cosmic radiation. And so the, the way that people report that, you know, suffering major burns that would really coincide with coming in close contact with aircraft like this because, uh, they would most likely have extreme, you know, radiation, um, uh, aspects to them. So, uh, I'm, I'm not an expert on astrophysics or astronomy or even space in general, but it, it's very intriguing. Uh, and that's, that's why I, I love talking about it. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll get to this, this Congress, uh, briefing here essentially. So, uh, top Pentagon officials revealed two declassified videos, of mysterious, mysterious objects flying past planes, uh, in the first hearing on UFOs in Congress in 50 years. Uh, and the first video was taken from a Naval cockpit and, um, was really basically what it, what it shows is a spherical, uh, object, uh, you know, like the pill, uh, the pill video that we've, I'm sure we've all have seen, uh, through the years, Uh, And I actually watched a documentary on that too. And that was fabulous to watch. Um, And, and, and here's the thing, when, when people think about it on a psychological level, uh, one of the things that, uh, especially pilots, pilots are notorious for seeing these objects while flying. Uh, and there's been naval aircraft carriers as well, uh, naval destroyers that have uh, come in contact with stuff like this as well. Um, and a lot of them uh, w- in regards to the pill video. um you know, uh, when it comes to concepts and uh, from a psychological standpoint, uh, the, the common thing with aviators uh, and pilots is that, you know, you're high up in the altitude, you're pulling a lot of G's. Uh, a lot of it, a lot of people or military doctors in general or flying surgeons will basically attribute it to uh, hypoxia, which is, you know, the uh, which is a very low Uh, amount of oxygen that is going to the brain which can lead to blackouts and stuff like that uh you see that all the time especially with with people that get on uh an aircraft like that to say if they get a chance to fly on like an f-15 or an f-16 or any of one of our aircraft people that aren't trained to handle that that amount of g-force um you know, will tend to become hypoxic and, and pass out. And so uh, a lot of flight surgeons and stuff like that have attributed this, these objects that these pilots are reporting and seeing and taking video, uh, to hypoxia that, you know, when you get a, a low level of oxygen in the brain, it causes, it can cause hallucinations and all this other stuff. Um, I don't think that's the case because the, the many different videos that have been released regarding, uh, this phenomenon or these objects, uh, these people are talking, they're having conversations with, with, uh, you know, air traffic control towers, uh, especially on naval, uh, you know, you know, on naval fucking, uh, naval fucking ships you know they're they're reporting this stuff back and so you can tell when somebody has hypoxia and somebody that doesn't uh, a lot of times with somebody that has hypoxia they are you know um they're slurring words it's 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 kind of like having a stroke because they just they can't make out words very well uh they may be but but the point is that these these videos and these conversations are are full-fledged like military conversations that you would expect pilots to have when engaging uh, in aerial targets uh, while flying. So I I find it very hard to believe that uh, a lot of these pilots and and, uh, navigators and aviators are legitimately hypoxic. I just don't believe that. Um but anyway to continue on with uh uh basically uh, another video showed two small triangles shaped objects flying by the cockpit of an aircraft uh spotted through night vision goggles. Uh now night vision goggles there there is a tendency it is known as ghosting. Uh with night vision goggles it does happen. Um, but I don't, and it, and it could, it could certainly happen with night vision goggles where you could get ghosting, but I just find it hard to believe, uh, with, with trained pilots and aviators and navigators that they're experiencing the ghosting through night vision goggles. Um, it's just crazy. Uh, the videos were collected as part of a unidentified aerial phenomenon or UAE's, uh, reports that total 400, 400 in recent years, uh, and said, these objects could be connected to extraterrestrial life, even though there is not yet any concrete evidence. And that's true. And that's what a lot of people are basing this off of. Well, there's nothing concrete. Well, how else do you fucking explain pictures and videos and stuff like that? Uh, you know, there was a, uh, naval aircraft carrier, uh, who apparently, you know, has video of these close encounters over the top of them. And a lot of the naval aircraft carriers are powered by nukes, uh, is nuclear capable, uh, is being, you know, powered by nuclear, um, energy. And so that's one of the theories behind all these sightings within military sites and military special Naval ships, uh, cause they're nuclear powered. Uh, so the theory is that they're seeking that these, uh, extraterrestrials are seeking that energy, that nuclear energy, or they're trying to find a different, uh, sort of type of, of, of energy, just like we, we use here in the United States, you know, we use oil and gas and, uh, wind and solar and hydro. And all, all of those are forms of energy and coal as well. Um, and so they could be, you know, obviously looking for nuclear energy to provide for themselves. Who knows? That's just a theory. That's, that's all I've got to say about that. Um, but anyway, um, (laughs) uh, Ronald, uh, Moultrie, the Pentagon's top intelligence office official and Scott Braid, the deputy director of naval intelligence, testified before the panel. Uh, the House Intelligence Committee's counterterrorism, counterintelligence and counterproliferation subcommittee dove into details of reports on unidentified aerial phenomenon, UAEs. That's what we're just going to say from here on out. Uh, what UFOs are more recently known as? Uh, such high level conversations for the past half century been reserved for closed door meetings among high ranking military officials. Uh, it's been like that since the Roswell incident. It, it really, really has. Um, you know, the other the other aspect of it too that that I find really, really interesting. Now looking at these pictures. Oh man, see, looking at these pictures, it looks like they have a little bit of ghosting and these are uh official pictures this is on the daily mail it does look like there's a little bit of ghosting going on um but other than that that's at least the 200 night vision goggles they look they looks like they have just a touch of ghosting going on um Last June, Congress requested a report on UAE's and the Office of Director of National Intelligence, which is the DNI, offered a preliminary assessment focusing on 144 incidents reported by military personnel dating back to 2004. Uh, DNI was only able to explain one. Uh, Well, then if if DNI is only able and, and intelligence officials are only able to explain one of them uh, then then yes we we need to know we need to find out what the fuck is going on. Um, since the report last year, uh, Moultrie said the Pentagon has worked to eliminate the stigma around reporting UAE's and a number of unexplained incidents has swelled to 400. Even of incidents have been near misses. Oh, I'm sorry. 11 of the incidents have been near misses where military aircraft just barely brushed past the UAE without colliding. Um, I can tell you for a fact that any aircraft pilot, Navigator, aviator, anybody that flies planes, that is the biggest thing that you look out for while flying. Now I've, I have actually flown, uh, with, with an instructor next to me and like one of the little fucking prop planes, you know, that people go out on tours and stuff with. And and the biggest thing that I learned was you always have to be scanning the sky. It's almost like driving a car, except it's way more imperative in the sky because you can easily, Lose orientation if your if your instruments aren't working, um, and stuff like that. Especially if you don't know how to fly a plane. Like I don't know how to fly a plane. Uh, it was fun to kind of learn how to fly a plane. Uh, but yeah, you definitely have to be looking out above you for helicopters and other aircraft and all all all, all everything in the airspace. So I, I definitely get it. And when you have eleven close encounters where. Your chances of of wrecking or smashing into that vehicle that's that's something that you have to like report on. You have to. There's no ifs, ands, or buts, especially in the military, uh, because they take that stuff so fucking uh, serious. They really, really do. So, um, Pentagon uh, the, and the Pentagon says unidentified. Uh, objects could be connected to extraterrestrial life, and the goal is to understand what what is maybe out there. And i th- I think our our astronomers, our astrophysics guys, all of our scientists and people that study space have been trying to figure that out. Um, and so it's really interesting when we see stuff like this, uh, and and see reports like this. It just it, it intrigues the mind because. I think we all would love to know that, right? I mean, I would. Fuck, um, it'd be very interesting. Uh, and I just have a hard time believing that there's no way that there's no other life out there in 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 the universe that we currently have. Um, <laughs> there are elements. Uh, this was a quote. I'm sorry. Uh, quote. There are elements of our government engaged. Uh, engaged in looking for extraterrestrial life. Moultrie said, our goal is not to potentially cover up something it's to understand what maybe is out there End quote, um, you know, and that's the thing I'd be very interested to see. Uh, you know, I have a very hard time trusting the government anytime they say bullshit like that uh we've we have eliminated the stigma uh bray had said i i don't believe that one bit i don't believe that uh because anytime something like that happens in the military when you see stuff that you can't explain or understand you you know the process is really kind of reported up the chain and if you get a commander or an officer or somebody that says okay you're full of shit um because you saw it uh and he didn't, or she didn't, um, you know, that stigma really does kind of come into play. So it, it's very, uh, man, it's, it's, it's interesting. I, I love it. I really, really do. Um, and committee chairman representative Adam Schiff, Good old Adam Schiff told intelligence officials they must share as much as we can with the American people since excessive secrecy only breeds distrust and speculation. Man, that quote's going to come back to bite him in the fucking ass, won't it? Um, It's funny that he's saying that regarding UAEs, uh, but when it comes to other general politics, uh, oh no, he, oh fuck no. (laughs) You know, Adam Schiff has been one of those guys that has uh, uh, been in trouble for things that he has said in the past, uh, that have come back to bite him in the ass. And I'm sure this will be just another one. Um, it was under an hour and a half of testimony. The hearing went into recess. It'll begin. Again, at 12 at noon today, I imagine noon Eastern, which we're past in a closed session. I don't like closed sessions. Uh, I do, but I don't. In, in in matters of this, I do not like closed sessions because this is something that the American people need to hear and understand. Um, because as of right now, from what we understand, uh, there is no country in 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 the world right now that has technology that has been reported by these aviators and navigators and stuff from the Navy, uh, because it's, you're talking breaking, uh, almost the light barrier, you know, breaking the sound barrier and the light barrier. That's how fast these things are, are moving. Um, and so (laughs) it's, it's really funny uh a closed session just means that there's some shit in there that they don't want the American people to know. And it's been that way for for fucking years since Roswell incident, you know, back in 1947. Um, and so that's really kind of one of those things. It's like, really, come on, man, just let the fucking American people know. Uh it's not like you're going to throw the goddamn world into a fucking panic. You know, this isn't going to be war of the world, uh, tomorrow. So come on, just release the information. You want to talk about trust, uh, and distrust, uh, closed sessions, create distrust. Just saying, um, lawmakers from both parties, uh, say UFOs are a national security, concern. Um, Democratic Rep. uh, Andre Carson of Indiana, the chairman of the panel holding the hearing, warned in his opening remarks, unidentified, quote, unidentified aerial phenomenon are a potential national security threat, and they need to be treated that way. For too long, the stigma associated with UAPs uh, has gotten in the way of good intelligence analysis. Pilots avoided reporting or laughed at when they did, just like I talked about. DOD officials regulated, yeah, neglected, yeah, the issue to the back room or swept it under the rug entirely, fearful of a skeptical national security community. Um, Representative Rick Crawford, an Arkansas uh, Republican, noted that the investigations were not about finding alien spacecraft, but about delivering dominant intelligence Uh, the inability to understand objects in our sensitive operating areas is tantamount uh, to intelligence failure that we certainly uh, want to avoid Uh, and there's some videos in here oh shit yeah there's some videos in here oh man that's very interesting to see especially in night vision that's not radar it looks like radar like a radar dot from a naval carrier but um hmm, that's fucking interesting um the last ufo congress uh the last ufo congress in 1970 when the air force closed down project blue book if you don't know about project blue book i recommend that you go and take a look at it it's fucking fascinating because there's a whole bunch of documentaries on it and it's great Uh, It'll make you really not trust our government. But I mean, let's be honest, who really trust our government today anyway? Um, (laughs) But other than that, um, the and then there has been um, army veterans. So one of the exclusives to Daily Mail Uh, There was, uh, like I said, three former cavalrymen of the U.S. Army Cavalry revealed their encounter with a UFO in the Middle East U.S. military base in 2014 and complained they had no official way to report their strange sighting. Uh, They said they saw bright objects hovering and zipping across the sky at incredible speeds from a desert outpost in Sinai on the Egyptian border around December 2014. Uh, these three Cav Scouts uh, were trained in identifying aircraft, uh, believe the objects w- they witnessed were non-human origin. And that's very true because when you have uh, JTACs or Joint Terminal Air Controllers uh, or TACPs like they have in the Air Force, um, they, they are tactical uh, air party controllers. Uh, and then you've got, you know, the Army also has um a couple different courses that you can go through as well to you know like forward observer uh the the navy has one as well forward naval uh observer for for calling an aircraft fire and all that kind of stuff they're like they're that that's what they're trained to do they're trained to observe aircraft and know what aircraft are uh and what types they are and, and report back uh, especially if we have military aircraft uh, in the airspace uh, that they're that they're designated in, so it's highly highly important for those guys to know what's going on in that fucking airspace. Um, <laughs> uh, one claims uh, one of the soldiers claimed he was told to keep his mouth shut by a senior officer if, after word had spread among the regiment about the sighting. Um, of course, same you know stupid Navy or stupid fucking army bullshit. Uh, that's how it works in the army. Um, the craft appeared to be spinning as smaller lights emerged from it. It seemed to spiral like fireworks. Uh, they also uh, private first class Dovell Yeah. Devell Ingram uh, described being scared shitless after seeing a bright er, apparent craft in the night sky. Uh, fuck yeah, that would scare the fuck out of me, too. If I'm sitting there trying to spot aircraft and all of a sudden one just peers out of nowhere. Um, I would be, too. Fuck, um, it's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, and so here's here's some other uh, information. A senior staffer at a U.S. defense contractor with knowledge of advanced aircraft told the Daily Mail they knew of no technology held by the U.S. or other major militaries that could exhibit such behavior, and what they're talking about is that that instant stopping and going in different directions at incredible, incredible speeds. Which there's we don't have technology that can do that. Um, it, it, you know, it, it, the other the other aspect too is one of the things uh, Edwards Air Force Base in California, uh, which we will talk about here just shortly. You know, they have. Uh they do a lot of aircraft testing. Uh Edwards Air Force Base is out in the middle of the fucking desert in in California. Uh, and they do a lot of technology testing there for the Air Force. So you see a lot of testing. Uh the theory was back when the F 117 stealth fighter uh and the B-2 stealth bomber were being um tested out there. Uh, because they are such such unique aircraft, um, that people thought, you know, that was the, the theory at the time was, oh, they're just it's just military equipment that you the military's is testing, uh, which back then. Yeah, I'd, I'd never seen anything like that. I'd be fucking wondering the same thing. Um, but if there's shit that they're testing, I don't know why they don't test it under different circumstances in uh, away from public eye, especially if they don't want other people or other militaries around the world to know. Uh, There's got to be a better fucking way of handling that, especially if they're testing stuff that uh, they don't want the public or anybody else to know. Uh, But that's the military for you. (laughs) That's the fucking military for you. Uh, All right. Coming up next, uh, we are going to talk about the Air Forces. So the Air Force, actually, this comes from the Air Force magazine uh, over at AirForceMag.com. And this is actually talking about... Uh, our very first hypersonic uh, missile test, uh, which was completed on May 14th, uh, so you know three days ago, um, the Air Force conducted its first successful test of an air-launched rapid response weapon, or ARRW, on May 14th, snapping a streak of three consecutive failed tests. And giving the beleaguered hypersonics program a much-needed boost, off the coast of Southern California, a the AGM-183 Alpha or A uh, ARRW separated from the wing of a B-52H Stratofortress, uh, according to the Air Force release, uh, its booster ignited and burned for an expected duration, flying at hypersonic speeds, at least five times uh, the speed of sound which is amazing, uh, about fucking time. Uh, the four hundred and nineteenth flight test squadron and global power bomber combined test force from Edwards air force base executed the, the test. Like I said, we have, we test so much shit out there. Uh, it's kind of crazy. Uh, you know, there's a there's a lot of theories around, but you know, everybody talks about Roswell and or not Roswell, but area 51 outside of Vegas. Um, There's theory that that is actually not even the true Area 51 uh, that Edwards Air Force Base or Wright Patterson Air Force Base in Ohio are the true Area 51s of the military. I won't get into anything else regarding it uh, because one, their theories, uh, but two, it, you know, it could be uh, highly, highly interesting uh, to go down that route uh the aarw or the a yeah ARW's success comes after more than a year setbacks for the failing program um the missile failed three booster flight tests in 2021 uh one failed to leave the pylon in April um but it failed to fire its booster Uh, it was another one. Uh, and then the other one just didn't even separate from the plane itself. Uh, that led to the actual air force to strip funds for procurement of the missile, uh, from its 2022 and 2023 budget requests, which is fucking stupid air force. (sighs) I, you know, I, as much time as I spent in the air force, I, I figured out real quickly, uh, you've got a lot of very, you've got smart people but they're common sense stupid. Um, that's that's legitimately the Air Force in a fucking handbag. Um, <laughs> stupid shit like this is is it makes you wonder. Is there anybody else out there that could run the fucking Air Force and run these programs? Because it doesn't take a it doesn't take an engineering fucking degree to figure out that that's just bad policy. Did, did NASA stop because rockets blew up and shit like that? No, they didn't. Did HyperX or, uh, oh, not HyperX. Um, did Elon Musk fucking, did he shut down? Did Jeff Bezos shut down their, their, their flight, their rocket programs because rockets blew up and didn't work? Fuck no. They kept testing. They kept going. Uh, Uh, so essentially, uh, at the same time, the air force had shifted a majority of its research funding in 2023 to the hypersonic at- attack cruise missile. Uh, they spent upwards of 300 million in 2021 and 2022 on the ARRW, um, but the budget request for 2023 was only 114 million, uh, which is crazy. But the hypersonic attack cruise missile saw its funding spike to 316 million. So they just basically re- replaced one with another. Um, it's it, it's honestly it's a great great fucking accomplishment, and I'm I'm happy that the Air Force did this. Uh, they finally made one work. Um. Thank fucking God, because we need it at this point. When you got Russia that has apparently supposedly already tested hypersonic weapons, uh, where where the fuck are we on that? But I think a lot of it has to deal with we're so revolved around stealth technology uh, because we used a stealth helicopter to raid bin Laden. uh, And we have multiples of other stuff. stealth technology, uh, that did a lot of the American people don't know about, um, you know, firsthand. <laughs> so, um, it, it, it will be very, very interesting to see. Uh, I think a lot of the reasons for the stealth technology is because we're more or less, uh, you don't see very many battles, you know, being fought with missiles like that anymore uh, apparently you know obviously the russian ukraine war has changed that uh if they, if russia did indeed use hypersonic missiles um and and so now it is important that we have that technology but this should have been technology that was started several years ago uh versus hey fuck russia russia used a hypersonic missile china is creating a hypersonic missile north korea is supposedly tested a hypersonic missile. I guess we better get, in, we better jump on the boat. Uh, you're falling behind uh, if that's the case. So uh, that's not good when you have a, you know, a military force is supposed to be the best in the world and you're falling behind other nations. Uh, that's not good, especially in terms of technology. So uh, that is that I, I really, that's good news. I'm, I'm fucking finally happy to see that. Uh, finally, Uh, The other thing uh, that I'm going to talk about here real quick uh, is crypto, cryptocurrency. So, you know, if you don't know what cryptocurrency is, uh, you probably live in a cave or under a rock or something like that. You know, cryptocurrency really has exploded, I would say, in the past two years, uh, especially mainstream uh, in the past two years. And, you know, a lot of people have a lot of different takes on it uh, everybody apparently became, uh, economics experts and, and everything like that. Now I've had crypto in the past. I've done very well with crypto in the past. Um, and, and my feelings regarding crypto have, have really changed, uh, honestly in the past year, uh, more than anything. Um, because I, what I'm starting to see is a lot of scams, A lot of scams. Uh, And I used to be very much against regulating crypto because it allows fucking the richest people to basically manipulate. It allows economic advisors for countries to manipulate uh, and so on and so on and so on and so. uh, But what has really started happening is people are now getting scammed out of thousands, if not millions of dollars uh, regarding it. The other aspect with crypto... Two, that uh, the thing that I really am disheartened with is that a lot of these companies, like, for example, uh, Cash App and Venmo and... Uh, fuck, what's the other one? Uh, you're starting to see a lot of these mobile finance apps that are starting to offer people's ability to invest in crypto, right? Uh, but I don't think they explained crypto to these kids. You've got a lot of these young kids that are investing in crypto and thinking they're becoming... Uh, overnight fucking billionaires uh, that they're going to go out and buy a Lambo next week. You know the meme running around in crypto is win win Lambo. Um, it, it it doesn't work that way. It really really doesn't. Does it? Can it happen? Certainly. Um, but it's almost like winning the lottery. It's like a one in fucking you know hundred or three hundred million chance. Um, And that's the thing. And the other thing also with crypto is that I've seen crypto go from about seven or eight thousand coins or tokens, uh, essentially to now spiraling up to about 18,000 in just a year's time. So that's fucking insane. Uh, I'm pretty sure over three quarters of those were fucking scams. Uh, and so I do believe that it is time for, uh, the market to get involved, uh, for regulation to come involved because you're starting to see people that create coins and then just fucking run off with everybody's money. And we're talking billions of dollars, uh, at this point. So the, the, the big one is uh, Terra or Luna was a top 100 coin, and then back on May 9th, it all of a sudden just fucking crashed. Uh, the uh, Terra US, uh, which was a one to one to denomination essentially, um, to back the uh, Luna coin. Uh, you know, Luna was in the top fucking 100. It was actually in the top 10 or top 20 for for a long time uh and people had lots and lots of money in it and then all of a sudden on may 9th it just disappeared uh and it's true and i mean now it the both coins are fucking worthless uh, they're absolutely worth nothing but there's a big story behind that scene that uh Uh, Wan or Duquan uh, from Korea is actually he's the he was the co-founder of Terra. Uh, Apparently, basically just took the money and run uh, from what I understand. And in this article, this comes from over at CryptoNews.com. Uh he is from South Korea. Uh he was the co-founder or CEO of Terraform Labs, uh, which was responsible for uh Terra USD, which is a stable coin that pegs uh the US dollar essentially to the coin. And uh apparently, according to the article, <laughs> uh he actually liquidated the fucking uh company uh the data from okay so here we go i'll, I'll uh you know I'll, I'll so quan may have bigger fires than this to fight um, on Reddit, a social media poster appears to have obtained a copy of a document, of a authentic-looking form from the Supreme Court of South Korea, uh, appears to show that the Busan-based firm indeed liquidated on May 4th following an April 30th application. Uh, Kwon was named as the liquidator in question. Um it's it's crazy. So I'll I'll continue on. The data from the document in question matches exactly with reports from South Korean press, who also claim to have tamed Supreme Court documents that indicate per digital today that Terraforms Lab Korea decided to to dissolve its Busan headquarters and Seoul branch at a general shareholders meeting on April 30th of this year. Um, That's not good. Basically, what that means is that he took the fucking money and ran and ran. And these people need to be held accountable. Anybody that scams people, and this is why I say regulation is now important when it comes to crypto, especially in the United States, because of bullshit like this. Uh, there's lots and lots and lots of people that lost billions and millions and thousands of dollars on this. Uh, And if this would have been uh, you know, regulated, this wouldn't happen. Um, so that's, that's my take. That's the crypto take for me. It's fucking stupid. It's insane. I don't know why people continue to do this. Uh, I am losing faith more and more in the crypto market, uh, every day, uh, I do a lot of research on crypto, and I'm losing faith in it because a lot of bullshit like this. Uh, y- you've got a lot of people that uh, today, honestly, with inflation as high as it's being, uh, is is running the show and uh, is going to take people's money to a certain point where they're ready to check out, uh, and that usually happens when when questions start being asked, when they start getting pressed on on things. That's when people take the money and run. So, um, we'll, we'll continue to talk more about crypto and stuff like that. And in, in future episodes, but, uh, I'm going to get out of here. That's going to call it for the show today. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, please share the show. Um, you name it, uh, go check out the TSR web store. Uh, check out all the shirts and all that kind of stuff. If you would, please, if you enjoy the show, share it. Uh, if you'd like to, uh, support it monthly, you certainly can. Links are in the description. Shout out to anchor.fm as well for being my main sponsor. Um, thank you guys. Anybody out there, small business veterans, anybody that would like to do, uh, some advertising on the show, reach out to me at the Salty Republic at protonmail.com. And we'll talk about it. And, uh, I don't charge exorbitant prices cause I, there's no need to, um, it's just to help out the multitude of companies that may be struggling or veterans out there struggling. And, um, yeah, that's that's the goal. I want to help people out. Uh we we definitely need to take back the nation here in the United States. Uh and if there's those of you that do listen abroad, you know, and your guys are going through this similar shit, you know, you gotta take your fucking countries back. Uh this this government overreach bullshit has gotta end. Um because you can't have republics, uh like the United States, when one party wants to rule all. Uh, and that goes for both parties, whether it be Democrats or or Republicans, uh, especially here in the United States. So with that being said, I'm going to get out of here. Thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Have a great fucking morning, night, evening, wherever you may be listening from. Salty fucking Republic. Out. Thanks, guys.